Welcome to Spiritual Warfare. My name's Kay. Hi, my name's Teresa. And we are reading from the book Made for This by Jenny Allen. Today, our subject is Focused and Steady. And Teresa, what's our Bible verse? Our Bible verse is from 1 Timothy 6, 12. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called. I heard the call. Gather and equip your generation. I wasn't sure it was God. So I pushed it away for years. I had no means of doing such a preposterous thing. Gathering a generation? It was ridiculous. I should clarify. I didn't grow up charismatic enough. I didn't live expecting visions from God. That's a... interesting way. I didn't live expecting visions from God because we can have any gift that he has. If we want to see visions from him, have the faith and live in his love. And you can have any of those gifts that you wish to have. That's interesting that she said that. I was busy living out a huge calling already motherhood. I had no connections and no aspirations to build a platform or even write a book. Years passed and I don't remember even thinking much about that night. And now after more than half a decade I somehow find myself with so many people and threads in place I actually consider that perhaps the whisper was from God. One night with painful fear God and I launched a vision to reach a generation. We call it the IF, if gathering. I expect it will take a while, and I expect to not quite get to every person on earth on our generation, but we will try. I wish the threads were more perfectly untangled. I'm in the process and doing my best to listen to God's spirit and respond in obedience despite the insanity of it all. Thank God that he builds his plans on this earth in spite of us. At nearly the same time, my football coach turned pastor husband, who loves to start things and has spent the last 15 years of his life in vocational ministry, was filling his threads in God's spirit rerouting him to the marketplace. He dreamed with his best friend about using business as ministry and what it would look like to launch businesses as they invest deeply into the lives of the men they're working beside. As I was being called deeper into vocational ministry, Zach was being called out into ministry through business. God's stories may lead to you getting paid as a pastor or as a clerk at a clothing shop, raising children or teaching them math, displaying him through excellence as a writer of news or theology. He is creative like that. God is. So what now? What if you live like this? What if you run? What if you dream God's dreams? What if you obey in your unique beautiful spot. Run for your life. Austin's city slogan is keep Austin weird and Austin loves races. 
Nearly everyone who lives there has a run has run a race. They even have races where people throw paint at you and races that drag you through obstacle courses. There is one weird race in Austin called Run for Your Lives. Oh my. It's a zombie race. People dressed up like zombies chasing you and trying to attack you while you run. <laughs> that would be scary. Oh my it? goodness, yeah. Just their faces. <laughs> I haven't run in it, but I can promise you I would get a decent time in that race. I would book it if zombies were chasing me. So would you. And in similar old fashion, I expect if you are running a race, whatever it is, the enemy is on your tail. Even if you are on a more defined, marked path, this race is long, this race is hard. In the hardest, most despairing times, I felt an almost physical weight pushing me down, and I daydreamed about quitting my race, playing it over and over in my head, justifying it over and over I still loved God, but I did not want to keep running. I wanted to be comfortable more than I wanted God's will for my life. Simultaneously, our children led us to the emergency room four times in two months. One trip was life-threatening, one was a brain-threatening, and one may still be a chronic illness. My grandmother was placed in hospice and was processing death with my mother while my best friend lay upstairs on another floor of the hospital in her room, unable to move, unable to talk. You know how life goes like that sometimes. Was it a spiritual attack? I don't know. I did feel like zombies were on our tail. <laughs> I will say it I will say if it is you, devil, it is below the belt to mess with my kids. What I do know there's a very real and active battle and the price of faith. God gives faith and Satan steals faith. You know, that takes me back to Joseph. He didn't steal Joseph's faith now, did he, for 20 years being in captivity and in prison and all of that. Joseph stood firm in his faith. God gives faith and Satan steals faith. God loves faith more than anything in us. And Satan hates our faith more than any other thing. Faith is the measure to which we believe God is God. Say that again. Faith is the measure to which we believe God is God. And faith is the measure to which we let God be God. We were living a little more bravely and obediently and it felt like something or someone was threatened by it. By this journey, this project, it turns out this is a marathon, not for faint souls and not for those seeking easy and happy quickly. And as I wanted to quit, my people reminded me of my God. We need our people. And the needs I saw around me whispered to me not to stop. When the day. Zach of course, still follows football like any good Texas boy. And he passed me with the story of Chip Kelly, the Oregon Ducks football coach. Coach Kelly has a saying that has almost become a slogan of the entire state. And I suggest we make it ours too. 
win the day. That is good. That is very good. Win the day. Win the day. You know what? We're going to add that on to our closing. That's very, very good. Don't dream of winning Super Bowls or even Saturday's game on Monday morning. Win practice that day and in that moment. Win that day, whatever it holds. Will our little tribe of missionaries that we hope you will join reach a generation? I don't know. But today, I'll spend a few moments alone with God and really talk to him. And I'll write you these words and send a few emails and hop on a few seemingly insignificant calls and spend time with my children. I'll sweep the cereal crumbs up from breakfast and cheer for my husband as he takes some financial risks to follow God. Even though I'm scared and I kind of want to say, heck no, even though every piece of today feels small. I'll do today glancing up and remembering a race is completed the same way a book is completed, step by step, word by word. Day by day. Bill Gates said people often overestimate what will happen in the next two years and underestimate what will happen in 10. Don't underestimate obedience over a long time. Joseph swept his floors, sat on prison floor, made strategies for farmers, built storehouses, and dreamed dreams. And somehow, He died having saved many lives and honoring God in his generation. Great people don't do great things. God does great things with surrendered people. And surrender happens every day in 1,000 small moments. Win the day. Run the steps in front of you today. Win the day. That is so good. Yes, so good. What feels preposterous about the dreams you're staring down? It's not impossible. I want to say that. It's possible. It's possible. It can be done. Might any of the callings you feel you're already living have to change? Have you experienced any attacks from the enemy regarding new dreams? What were they? And how does faith help us fight the battle? What would it mean for you to win the day today? What steps in front of you seem small or insignificant? Dream a little. If people often overestimate what will happen in the next two years and underestimate what will happen in 10, what could you be underestimating? Take a look at the next five days. What small steps... Can you identify that will help you inch forward toward your dream? So read 1 Timothy 6, 11 through 16 and 2 Peter 3, 8 through 13, keeping in mind your answers to today's questions. How does understanding God's perception of time affect our perception of time? How does it affect our faith. How do we fight the good fight of faith? How long must we do this? Until Jesus, we can only go day by day. Your thousand small moments are adding up to eternity. Woo. So, Teresa, 
After reading these passages, consider the answers to these two questions. <laughs> Who are you, Lord? What do you want for? If today were your last day, where would you spend eternity? It's your choice. Win the day. 